It's unstable to be with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message and I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, it's Maggie, or should I say, one half of Unstable Topics podcast, which is now officially on the Geekscape Network. I'm so, so, so excited to be joining this creative collective of podcasters and filmmakers and so many other wonderful comedic geeky people. And I guess we're geek people. I guess we're officially geek people because we are now a part of the Geekscape Network and could not be happier or prouder. I love you so much, Sarah. It's Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. And happy Halloween to you. And a happy Halloween to you. Well, I know in the last episode, if you have listened before this episode, maybe this is your first entry into us. I don't know. But I do want to make note, we have talked about Halloween costumes. And I debated in my mind if I was going to bring it up again. And I think yes, because my angle on this Halloween is the unstableness of our costumes from years gone by. And so I was curious and I wanted to know, reflecting back on your youth, what are some Mm -hmm. unstable costumes that you partook in? One of my favorites was, so here's the thing is I am not good at Halloween costumes. I just always forget. And I've been that way my entire life. Hmm. But one year for fourth grade, I went as a girl who had been struck by lightning. No way. And I put wire in my hair and braided it and had it sticking up. And then I put like black like makeup like I'd been charred. Mm-hmm. And I cut holes in my shirt. And I went as a girl who'd been struck by lightning. Only once. I was only struck once. Very creative. Thank you. Thank you. I was very proud of it. There's one year in Virginia, I had recently broken my wrist. And the cast I had went up to past my elbow, so like up my arm, my upper arm, and it was glow in the dark specifically because it was going to be Halloween when I was when I was uh, going to be wearing it. And I distinctly remember, like I don't know if it's because I had worn other costumes this time of year or what, but I went as the devil, and I had like this old red cape of my brother's because my brother had gone as the devil I guess in years prior and Mm -hmm. black clothes and maybe devil horns I don't really know but I feel like it was half put together like I do not remember planning this out it was and it had to be I was older it was like sixth grade no I broke my arm 
I broke my arm in third grade. Gosh, man, time. Oh. Time. What is time? Time. What is time? But the yeah, most- third grade is sixth grade is kind of like everyone's just going as like I'm a teenager. Yeah. Wearing bunny ears. Yeah. You know? I do think though, if a teenager, like especially I feel like it, it doesn't die off to like 13, 12. And if they want to go trick-or-treating and they're doing something, because I feel like trick-or-treating is mostly wholesome. Great. Yes, for sure. Go do it. For sure. Uh, the only other costume, once I went as a dead taxi cab driver. Ugh. That's wild. Morbid. Well, I was a ghost. I put a ghost sheet over me and odd, randomly my parents had like this like hat, like what taxi cab driver would wear from the 70s. You were like predicting the death of taxis. I guess I was. You were predicting Uber drive. You were, pre- you were predicting ride share. Yes. I mean, oh. Wow. <laughs> The best Halloween, though, my older brother lived in Virginia, and it was in the 90s, and he went as Ross Perot, and he had these Mm. big fake ears he put on, this Mm -hmm. tweed jacket. I believe he had, like, a chart, and if you remember correctly or have seen images of Ross Perot during this time because he was running for president, he had a pointer. Remember those the point those metal Uh pointers? Yes. So my brother had one of those. And the neighbors loved it. Loved it. Oh, I'm it. sure. Ate I'm it sure. Up. Ate it Ugh. up. That reminds me, I did have another costume that was good. I went as an old lady and we went to like boo at the zoo. And I was dressed as an old lady with like a gray wig and then like my grandmother's old clothes. And I remember talking, like being in character as this old lady. And then while we were there, I remember this child who was a little younger than me thinking I was in fact an old lady. And I talked about that for years. I was like, remember on Halloween when uh, people thought I was actually an old lady? <laughs> remember that? Because I was so good. <laughs> I'm impressed. And honestly, though, I'm not surprised because you are a method actor. I am. And I am an old lady. <laughs> and I'm going to use this method to transition into oh. our fact. Maggie, are you ready for a spooky Halloween fact? I am. In Ireland, the myth of Stingy Jack is where the idea of carving pumpkins originated from. The myth explains that Stingy Jack tricked the devil for monetary gain. When he died, God would not accept him into heaven and the devil banished him from hell. So he was left to roam the earth and terrorize humans on Halloween. As a result, people began to carve faces on vegetables to scare his spirit away on Halloween. Wow, that was like a lore. That was like a, like a great like spooky ghost story. I felt like I was at a campfire and you had a flashlight and you were telling me this spooky story about jack-o'-lanterns. A stingy jack. Honestly, how has this jack not come up in our games? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's one of the last jacks remaining. Well, but what is anymore. a stingy jack? What's stingy, a stingy jack? It's well, like a carved face in a in a pumpkin, essentially. Well, right? the, the carved faces and vegetables were to scare stingy jack away. I don't know where right. he got the name of Stingy Jack, the myth of Stingy. I don't know where Stingy came from. I don't know why he's stingy. just not Jack. That's a good adjective to have in front of your name, though. Stingy. Yeah. I do want to note this is also from Ireland. And if we've learned one thing over these episodes of Unstable Topics, those Irish have come 
have are the source of plenty of facts. Oh yes, Ireland, Scotland, all of it, mm. all of those. What is that called? Celtic? No, that's yeah, sure. just Ireland. What's it? Celtic? Sure, I don't know. It's Celtic? not artifact. It could be whatever we want it to be. Whatever it is, they've you know that's they're carving these potatoes. They're carving these root vegetables. I might start doing that. It feels like that would be easier to carve a face in mm. than a pumpkin. Speaking of carving pumpkins, Maggie, are you ready to react? I am. So we've learned the myth, the legend of carving pumpkins came from Stingy Jack, who was banished to roam the earth and terrorize humans on Halloween. So my question, do you carve pumpkins on Halloween? Not on Halloween, but before Halloween, I like to carve a pumpkin. Do you? I do. Yeah. Hmm. The thing is, in Texas, it's still like, I mean, I think it's still going to be like 80 degrees the week of Halloween. And so it's hard. You can't carve them too far in advance, Hmm. right? Um, But growing up, we'd carve them and then have them out lit for weeks before Halloween. But I I think I'm going to pick up a pumpkin this week with my kids and carve them. That's nice. I don't carve pumpkins. This week being the week before this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Not past Halloween. We know Stingy Jack. You don't carve them? No. No, no, no. In theory, carving pumpkins is similar to me to making gingerbread houses. Very Mm -hmm. fun in theory. Like this is a great family event or if you and your spouse, oh, it's kind of cute and romantic or with a bunch of friends. Oh, this is fun. Then you get into it. You're like, this isn't fun. This is work. I mean, sometimes the Mm. pumpkins are really hard and if you don't have the right tools, it's difficult to chisel you know, yeah. it takes time yeah. and then getting the guts out. I'm like, no. And Kyle fun. doesn't like the guts of the pumpkin. He doesn't like pumpkins at all, but in particular, the guts of the pumpkin are very upsetting to him. I don't blame and him. So he does not, he does not help with the pumpkin carving. He's mm. like, if you're going to do this, this is your thing. And I'm like, I appreciate that. You know, parents need to have their own thing with their kids. And so I think I'm latching onto it. It's like, I have to be the one who lets my children experience this. That's fair. You know? But I also think, though, Kyle is correct in this situation. And Oh, I think, for sure. That's gross. I, yeah, it's gross. And I think society has picked up on that, which is why you have so many craft pumpkins. Right. Right. You know? That right. That you can carve without the gunk. There's something about, like, when you're a kid, there's something about getting your hands full of seeds. That's and true. And just, like, ripping it out and getting messy. You know, this is just be something my kids can talk about in therapy years from now, how their mother never carved pumpkins and because of that, their childhood was robbed. That's that's really the scariest fact. As to earth signs, Sarah and Maggie are always preparing, which is why it's time to play Till Death Do Us Part. Aww, why? The game where they interview potential replacement besties in case the other one kicks the can. Sarah, these two best friends are scary funny. They talk about creepy things like murders, aliens, and cryptids, and yet always find a way to make me chuckle. Please welcome Christy Wallace and Heather McKinney from the Sinisterhood Podcast. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hi, friends. Thank you for having us. I'm excited to put my name in the running today. I think I would be a good candidate for a lot of reasons, and I'm excited for you to hear what they are. (laughs) Yeah. Heather's prepared a PowerPoint. Just... Just in case. 
I am so thrilled that Maggie and I's friendship could possibly dissolve and you two would replace us, to be honest. <laughs> At any moment. <laughs> it's honestly goals, you know. We, we might we might start self-destructing. But we but before we do self-destruct, we do want to make sure that we've picked the right candidates, which I think you got to vet. Yeah. For sure you would be. But we do have some very serious, hard-hitting, journalistic questions that we need to ask you. Anything. We're ready. I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to go first. Sarah's going to keep score. At the end, we will tally. <laughs> we will come back and we'll, we'll let you know the final verdict. And then as a bonus, we will watch your PowerPoint, Heather. We will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This first question, as experts in lots of fields um, and very talented women, I know you could do either of these things, but would you rather solve a cold case or be hired in, to star in the reboot of McGruff the Crime Dog? Well, Heather, do you want to go first? You want me to take this one? I think my answer is solve a cold case because that's pretty much why we started the podcast. It's Christy's yearning to solve a cold case. And yeah. uh, as a, I just want you to know my characteristics as a friend. I'm a loving person. I care about <laughs> others. And uh, I know if we solved a cold case together, it would make Christy really happy. It would make the family really happy. And it would bring justice to some dirtbag, which we all also like to do. That's my answer. And I have spent a lot of time with McGruff. And when I put my hand in the McGruff puppet, something <laughs> happens to my brain that turns me into something I don't know how to explain. So I can't do that as a whole series. I'd ruin my life. I'd probably yeah. end up, I would harass Christy and it would be the end of our friendship. They'd be like, she won't stop talking in that voice. Even when the puppet, <laughs> even when the big head is off of her, she's still like, get over here, sit on my lap. <laughs> I was also going to pick cold case because I can't take the horniness of McGruff for an entire, the however long it takes to shoot that film. That is too much for me. So um, I also would like to say I'm a, I'm a warm port person and the case may be cold, but our friendship would be warm. Would stay warm. Excellent subtlety yeah. slipped into your answers. Thank you. That's actually the correct answer. Because even though I, I love the McGruff that you do, the impression is incredible. The way he, you completely transform into him. I do. I've been a listener of Sinisterhood since the very beginning. And I do Thank know you're an OG. We you love know it. that Thank you started you. with the goal of solving a cold case. So I wanted to give you the opportunity. And I'm glad you stayed true to your roots there. And that's some extra points. Thank you. If due diligence goes both ways, that's some extra points because how that is. Of you. Yes. Oh, nice. So hopefully this question doesn't offend y'all. Um, but you guys do cover all things spooky and sinister from the real to the maybe not real, which leads me into this next question. Would you rather be abducted by aliens or possessed by a ghost abducted by aliens i am on one right now but aliens i i want to make a connection <laughs> by that i mean an encounter and invited on their ship so however i can go about that if be and i think best friends what do aliens love more than two people that can get abducted <laughs> than one what's better than one abductee two we're both going up there together that's why we spend time in your backyard together is we're just late nights waiting for the aliens to get us. It's not because we're shit talking and just hanging out. It's because we are waiting for the ships and you got to be outside ready. You can't get in your bed. I'm going with abducted too because I feel like you, uh, you're, we're going to see the world and I get to see the underwater base, which we know is down there. 
<laughs> down yeah. in the bottom We're of the ocean. convinced that there's an underwater alien base, and that's where most of them live. So and, yeah. love to go exploring. And like Christy said, maybe we could bring a friend. Maybe we could all get abducted yeah. together. Oh, how fun. Girls trip. I'm looking over our notes, Maggie, and what's what's funny is one getting abducted by aliens is correct but we also made notes about the underwater base base. where the aliens live yeah and and it being a girl's trip trip. like ding 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 three extra points bing bang boom it's pretty it's it's wild girls trip wild you're racking them up some go to wine country for the weekend we're going to go to an aliens underwater space camp i'm (laughs) i'm gonna make shirts that say this girl's trip is out of this world. Hey. Oh, yeah. And it's like an alien in a bikini, and instead of it, an inner tube around its tummy, it's a UFO around its tummy. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag intergalactic. Oh, the gal nice. is all cat. God, see, we've got to. Hell you yeah. know they're listening, so yeah. right. they'll, they're going to eventually be like, all right, we'll do it. They've <laughs> talked about it so much. Yeah, they can't pass it up. Pass up that opportunity. I have a question mm-hmm. before we continue. Yes. Is this... Christy and I are the package deal to replace one of you. Yeah, maybe possibly you because you kind guys of codependent. Be, yeah, for sure, and we're codependent as well. So it's okay. kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like we couldn't do anything without you know the other. So we would need two to replace one, and okay, so that makes that's sense. kind Just of like sure. we would need extra support there. So gotcha. Just clear fold of another codependent best friend podcast duo. So that'd be perfect. Love it. I mean, I don't want to assume that we've won yes, yet. Yes, no, because we have one more question. And this one is a tough one. Okay. Would you rather swim with Nessie the Loch Ness Monster or go camping with Bigfoot? This is a tricky one. This is the trickiest one yet. I'm going to say camping with Bigfoot because I like the outdoors. I, you know, if if we're going to go to Oregon, I don't want to go camping like I had to a few weekends ago in Texas. Had to. (laughs) I had to. It was, you know, it was fun. Way too hot. But I I feel like I would do better on land than water. So I'm going to go with Bigfoot. And also, I just have a lot of questions that I would like answered from him. While I, I love Nessie and the hidey hole, I would also pick camping with Bigfoot because uh, I want to do vamping, like van camping with Bigfoot, where he could drive. Maybe I'll drive. We'll switch off got the back seat too like van camping is so much fun in a rented van and doing that with bigfoot and then just having people drive by on the highway it's like the the cruiser on uh <laughs> i think, I you, think should you should leave, leave. Yeah, <laughs> the fedora hat but- people are like is that bigfoot and he's like honk honk so i want that where people would pass us and they would see me and y'all driving with bigfoot we're all driving together he also could tell you all the best spots because yeah, he, he knows he's very worldly and yeah. traveled so i feel like he'd give you all the best tips yeah. i walk through here all the time <laughs> and then he turns off and then we set up a nice little camp yeah he probably is a member it. of all the koas we wouldn't have to pay fees it'd be great wow. mm-hmm. that is also the Did correct answer that's it that's it three, three, for three. three for three. Oh. I love winning. Plus some yeah, bonus points. So I think we got wow. I think it's clear to say. I mean, Sarah. Can we sidebar real quick, Maggie? Yeah, we should sidebar. We should sidebar. You guys just yeah. Just yeah. So Maggie, I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be very honest with you. I think yes. I think we just have to step away from unstable topics and just let them take it over. I mean they, they I mean obviously they should I mean, just be us. Could should, we just maybe we just, we'll do like some body swap and then they could be us. Yeah. 
and we can go sit on an alien ship. Yeah. It's honestly the perfect friendship. It's fantastic. I can't imagine okay. two better replacement besties. You t- you tell them. You I tell get to them. tell them. Yeah, you tell them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Chrissy, okay. Heather, Chrissy, Heather, we're back. Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, yes, we've just been waiting, biting our nails. Okay. After much deliberation, and quite honestly, it got heated. <laughs> um, we would love it if something were to happen to Maggie and our friendship. If you two could step in and take our places. We would be – Heather, I think we, I speak for both of us when I say we would be honored. Absolutely. If you'd like me, I can draft up uh, an agreement that's like a – you know, it's like a will. <laughs> yes. But they have like a declaration in yes. the event – the disposition a of A legal remains. contract. We need a binding contract. A declaration in the event of a friendship dissolution and then sign it and that's your – both of your wishes. You've already agreed mm-hmm. to it and that way there's no fighting afterwards. So when the, yeah. the, it hits the fan, you just know like it's okay. okay. I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with them. It's fine. We're Got just it executing the agreement. That's another reason why. Just to add to the reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> if other people wanted to join your best friend groups and such and become big fans and friends of Sinisterhood, where could they find you? Well, they can find Sinisterhood on wherever you get your podcast app, uh, apps, whatever apps you get your podcasts on. We're on social media. We're on Instagram at Sinisterhood Pod. We're on TikTok and YouTube at Sinisterhood Podcast. And our YouTube, we do some kind of guest spots for uh, ghost stories sometimes. And those are on YouTube and episodes and sometimes clips of weird would you rather or we get FMK asked a lot. (laughs) Those are on our YouTube page. So if you're into stuff like that, check out Sinisterhood. (laughs) It's like sisterhood, but evil Sinisterhood, the comedy podcast. about. Oh, we should change our tagline. Yeah, mostly it's because people are like, spinsters? Did you say spinsters? We're both married. Thank you. (laughs) Don't let the behavior close in friendship fool you we are both married <laughs> uh but yeah so spinster or uh you know just sisterhood but it's sinister sinisterhood yes and then i'm at christy m wallace on instagram christy or gtfo at tiktok and heather um everywhere at heather versus the world thank you so much this was thank you not a scary episode except for in the ways <laughs> that it was a spooky good time It's a bestie connection. Thanks for playing along. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.